Welcome to the 434th consecutive release of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy who's using the word release because it bugs some people, like the word moist. And joining me all the way across the city of Omaha is my co-host, Matt. Well, this past week, I released the entire context of my stomach uh, for like a solid 24 hours. So I hope that bothers everyone, too. (laughs) Are you talking about you had nausea and vomiting or everywhere else? Yeah, it was bad. It was real bad. Yeah, nausea, vomit, all directions. I, I emptied no matter where. It just emptied. Sounds like food and, poisoning yeah. almost. It almost like, that's what I thought. And, and you know, my wife was like, I don't know, because we all kind of ate the same thing. But the past week, like from right before Thanksgiving to just the whole last week, I really kind of put my body through the ringer. Uh, my old man was in town and I don't get to see him a lot. And when we usually hang out, like, oh, I drink more than I probably should. I eat like shit. And yeah, I don't know if that just did it or what but yeah your dad has that effect on everyone it's <laughs> I true use his name. And, uh, <laughs> and i am still like weekend like there, I'm, I'm keeping food i haven't vomited since i think thursday night yeah thursday night um friday i was like just completely nothingness i laid around and then of course i laid in bed too long and now my lower back's thrown out because you know i'm old and um but yeah then like but i still don't eat uh like anything really exotic like crackers um <laughs> Like burnt toast and shit. I think I had some chicken noodle soup, and when I kept that down, I celebrated. <laughs> and that explains why you started the show. Within people hear it in the outtakes later, where you're like, "I am so lucky to be alive. I'm happy to be alive. <laughs> I, I am. I am kind of happy to be alive. And you too, because the people in this town are fucking insane." Yeah. So Bev and I went to the theater on Saturday afternoon to see Godzilla minus one. Um, yeah. And I'll save the entirety of it for the story time to tell about the Godzilla minus one experience. I'm just going to tell that that experience going to the theater, but I'm just going to tell this portion of it. Um, We were in our minds running late at the time. And um, we thought we had like 10 minutes to get to the theater and we're taking the highway. We're doing fine. And we're being very good with our time. Bev's doing an excellent job. Following distance is perfectly safe. Our car that we're in has a ton of like extra special um, safety features. And it's like new, you know, got all that like uh, automatic braking for uh, anti-crash and all that kind of stuff. And there's a truck to our right because we're in the furthest lane that doesn't even fucking look and just starts coming over because he doesn't want to slow down. He just wants to pass the car that he's getting up close to and almost sideswipes us into the wall, right into the wall of the fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Luckily, Bev drove defensively enough, got over into that little median area that's usually open, you know, hit the horn hardcore loud. The guy moved back over slowly, by the way, this trucker did, and then started acting actually hitting his brakes. Bev got back into her lane and obviously the shock and the terror of it and being the driver in that situation was extremely overwhelming to Bev, but she did get us to the theater immediately after that. Drove excellently the entire time, but like it it was an excessive thing for her. It was a traumatic event for her. Because be, we that's almost a fucking traumatic died. event for anybody. Right. Yeah. We, we almost fucking died, right? Like Yeah, you, know, you almost die. Yeah, it's that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm like not even registering it or even reacting to it. It until after we actually sit down at the theater to watch the movie. Like, I'm still in shock about it. And yeah. my, f- it, it, I don't know if you've ever seen it or not, but my fight or flight reflex is dissociation, but reaction still happens. Yeah, no, I've seen it. Yeah, and I, I get exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Um. so <laughs> uh, that's just basically what happens. And so it doesn't wear off until after we get to the theater. I'll tell the rest of the story later. But yes, we are both lucky to be alive and uh, 
these two shows that we're about to record this week and get consecutively released almost didn't happen um, for multiple fucking reasons. <laughs> yeah, for multiple reasons, these shows almost did not happen. Because <laughs> I was I was worried on Thursday. I was going to be like, I, if I don't feel better on Friday, I'm going to have to contact court and say, hey, man, uh, I, I think I'm dead. <laughs> We've got shows in reserve for just such a situation. It, it does That's absolutely happen. Yeah, so... It's fine if that does happen. It's probably going to happen. I've been keeping shows on the back burner for that. I mean, very eventually, reason. man, if, if this white lung thing becomes a fucking even more of a thing that already has, yeah, we're all going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Well, uh, luckily, people in power now will put money to stop such a thing because they can't afford to. Capital won't let that happen again. That was what I'm Yeah, capitalism at. won't survive if, uh, you know, we, uh, we, <laughs> we don't go out and spend more money. Yeah. If we don't have, if we have another lockdown, capital. Capital's not going to let that happen. So I, no, I put faith yeah. in greed to keep that from happening. <laughs> we're, we're hoping, yeah, greed's going to make everything go right. Yeah, and we'll and the fact that we don't have a total fucking idiot in office, too. Yeah. But let's get off all of the troubles yeah. of the world. Because Soapbox is way high on that yeah. one. <laughs> well, every week the world gets worse, as does the quality of the show. Of course, it's in the lyrics and uh, it's the truth. Yeah. I mean, what else are we supposed to do? <laughs> what do you want from us? Yeah, absolutely. So let's uh, go ahead and take a little break here. We're going to play the Legion Patreon ad and... And then immediately following that, we will have on the Pirate Radio edit, The Who, with the song Anyway, Anyhow, Anywhere. And that is supposed to match up for the Pirate Radio edit theme for this movie this week, which we haven't even talked about, Emmanuel Around the World. Why not? Because we're going to save it for the review. And then also all the troubles of the world are what's in Emmanuel Around the World. And good God, is it bleak. Let's try and be somewhat happy, I guess. But whatever. (laughs) Anyway, anyhow, anyhow. Anywhere after this. This'll keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room.
anybody that's seen the film Emmanuel Around the World knows that that song actually fits quite well with Emmanuel's attitude and approach towards the events of this film. Yes. <laughs> These are true facts. Yeah. Oh, God, man, I don't know if I can do this. Maybe <laughs> maybe I can. <sighs> it's an hour and 42 minutes of Joe D'Amato giving us his rape fantasies played out on screen way too fucking often, folks. Yeah, it's exactly what you want to watch in a weak stomach, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's power through it together for the audience because that's what they expect of us, that's what they need of us, and that's what gets them through their weeks, too. It's what we promised them, (laughs) goddammit. The first 20 of Emmanuel Around the World opens on a fuck scene with Laura Jensner and a mover getting after it on an empty bed with a mattress and no sheets in what looks like a storage facility. They come, we assume, because they stop, and then after Mm -hmm. they finish, they are seen exiting a van lines truck that was parked on a median in order for them to bang it out holy shit baller move dude the dude uh, he brought some heat on that so good 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 for you my man <laughs> they start having some dialogue after they pop into the cab of the truck and that is our inevitable first clip <laughs> Thanks. pleasure wait a second let me close the door otherwise we have the freeway looking like a mobile homes convention hey mm-hmm. you were terrific <laughs> You weren't so bad yourself. <laughs> that was my first time on a Louis Sixteenth bet. <laughs> oh, you mean that stuff in the back there? Mm-hmm. That's for people with a lot of bread. Something you don't seem to have too much of. <laughs> Do you always travel this light? I get a kick out of traveling. I do it for a hobby. <laughs> you do other things, too. <laughs> Remember you used to call money bread all the time? I never really called Pepper's it. Farms remembers. <laughs> I think I might have called it scratch, you know, but like even when yeah. I, even when I was trying to like talk like I was a 1940s noir detective, you know, I'd never mm-hmm. really called it bread. It was always scratch or um, dough. <laughs> dough ray me. Yeah, I think, I think bread dough was something I remember a lot of. I think bread is a little bit before our time. I'm just saying there's a lot of these movies in the 70s that all call money bread. Though. Yeah, yeah. And a, a fucking Starsky and Hutch and like all those shows yeah. that were calling money bread and shit because the dough had baked at that point, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> all right, so that clip leads into music, the title screen, and a travelogue of credits while they cross the Golden Great Bridge and are seen traveling through San Francisco, all with credits until more dialogue, thankfully, and our next clip. Tell me, what were you doing down at that wharf? Half naked, no money in your pocket. <laughs> I'd just gotten off a yacht. I was looking for happiness, but I got lost. How'd you pay for the yacht trip? The same way you did with me? (laughs) No, I only do that with people I like. Could you drop me off at the Sheraton, please? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Take the Duchess over to the Sheraton. Trying to put me on. That's a big hotel. Costs money to get in. Oh, that guy is so... Hey, she just asked you to drop her off, motherfucker. Just fucking do it already. <laughs> yeah, don't judge her life choices. Yeah, I, I and th- who gives a shit if she has the money to get there? Just drop her the fuck off. What's business of yours? I... She just gave you a great gift. Now, get the fuck going. <laughs> if you keep that up, we're going to be here all fucking day. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, so they now have more travelogue and credits as the truck pulls up to the hotel and our next clip. I thought you were kidding. I'll never let you in dressed like that. <laughs> I'll be all right. Don't worry. And thanks for the ride, huh? See you. Thanks, never 
with all the for me because of the dog. Isn't there anything you can do about it? I'll even take a room if it's necessary. Excuse me. Are you listening to me? I'm sorry, madam. I was talking about Excuse my dog. Me. This has never happened please? before. Oh. Yes? My dog. I'm trying to tell you about my dog. Must I set the hotel on fire so you'll I'll finally listen to, to me? Can't you see that I'm busy? Emmanuel! Emmanuel! Cara, what are you doing in San Francisco? I haven't seen you in months. How are you? I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> me too. Hey, what happened to you? Don't tell me you've had an argument with your tailor. Oh, excuse me, Mrs. Norman, but do you know this lady? Who doesn't know Emmanuel? She's the most famous photo reporter in America. I'm so sorry, ma'am. I'm at your complete disposal. My newspaper reserved a room for me. Would you take care of it? I'm tired. Yes, of course. What are you wearing? I can't make up my mind whether it's a shower curtain or a sari. I just got back from a desert island. I went there in search of a little happiness. Did you find it? It was one big drag. Now, what about you? Nothing but the truth. I promise I won't tell. What are you doing in San Francisco? You'll read the whole thing when it comes out in the post. Mm, something big, I guess. Well, actually, I'm doing one of my exposés on men. Who's making money and who's causing trouble? <laughs> Still the old indestructible feminist, huh? <laughs> Excuse me. Your room is prepared, ma'am, and this envelope is for you. <laughs> okay, let's have a drink later. I want to clean up. Bye. Welcome back to civilization, Emmanuel. I was glad to hear you turn your back on paradise and prepared to enjoy once again the benefits of this wonderful consumer world in which we live. I'm looking forward to seeing you, baby. Hop on to the first plane in New York. We have things to talk about. See you soon. Your ever-loving, adoring editor, Bert. I advise you to keep your hands off that bag. Why? Is it yours? Who do you think it is? This is my room. Don't be silly. I don't think you understand. There's been a mistake. Oh, for Christ's sake, this is some way to run a hotel. Are you trying to say that you're a client of this hotel? What's wrong, doing a little hustling to pay the check? Oh, don't be ridiculous. Wait till I get the manager. Don't be angry. We can work this out for ourselves. You need a room, and this one's too big for me, and we can come to some sort of agreement, can't You're we? barking up the wrong tree. You love it. <laughs> Oh, not bad. Not bad at all. Leave me alone. Oh, Otherwise, on, I'll clean the place down. Pig. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. It's a pleasure, I assure you. But you're trembling. What on earth's the matter? I entered the wrong room, and there was this madman in there. He was like a sex maniac. I'm a man who detests violence, but uh, without any clothes on, you're really quite provocative. He ripped the only dress I had. I'm afraid I left my bags on a desert island. Well, we really can't have you going around like that, can we? Oh, thank God I had some money sent, or I'd be indebted to you for the rest of my life. We can celebrate over lunch in New York, and I won't take no for an answer. All right, this film has got an uneven tone in that horrible things continue to happen to Emmanuel and the people around her over and over again in the film. And then they're immediately played off as everything is just going to be okay. Now and they just yeah. cut away to it, and you're just supposed to ignore the horrific stuff that you've just seen and just believe that oh yes, everything is just okay now. Emmanuel says so. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. it. Right, that is not the case at all. There are horrific things that have been implied. There are horrific things that are going to be shown. And Jesus fucking Christ, Joe D'Amato, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because Joe D'Amato is a woman hating prick, in my opinion. <laughs> <sighs> this clip ends, and it seems Emmanuel is wandering around shopping with Ivan Razumov character's help, and she is taken to the airport after this and they were followed the whole time I guess the new couple have lunch and that is our next clip I know it's strange Malcolm but I'm sure I've seen you somewhere before that's improbable though I've often admired your photographs it's a small world 
what do you do? I mean, nothing special. Have you noticed that guy over there? Where? Sitting by himself, the black guy. He was at the Sheraton, and then I saw him again on the plane from San Francisco. If you ask me, he's following us. You must have noticed him. I'm not worried, and you shouldn't be either. I bet he's got something against you. Do you intend to dedicate your whole life to traveling around the world, taking photographs, uncovering scandals? Have you ever heard of Cora Norman? No. Who is she? She's a reporter for the Post. She's been writing about social political problems for years. Result, you never even heard about her. While on the other hand, everyone has heard about Emmanuel. <laughs> exactly. And so you're afraid to risk your journalistic career covering problems that might be considered too close to home. Hey, that's heavy. Yes, I suppose it is. I'm sorry, I was just kidding. Here we are. Oh, wait a minute. Is this yours? I have the use of it. Come on. Have you loved a lot of men? No, but I've had a lot of men. I see. I'm free. Men and women are equal. It's society that obligates us to be different. <laughs> but I'm old-fashioned. I believe in falling in love. Has it ever happened to you? <laughs> I'll have to see you again before I can answer that. I must admit I don't like people who jump in and out of bed without knowing the real meaning of the word love. That sounds like a challenge. But as the two of us are always traveling around the world, you're fairly safe. Uh, this might help. What is it? Uh, it's an itinerary for the next three months. The city's where I'll be and the addresses and telephone numbers of the various hotels I'll be staying in. <laughs> Emmanuel, please excuse me. I'll have you seen home. We'll meet again. Are you really convinced of that? I believe in coincidences. My name is Jeff Davis. I was asked to accompany you home. Who is he? What's he doing at the United Nations? Dr. Robinson is chairman of the Third World Aid Committee. Ah, oh, what lies. And who are you, his assistant? Exactly. Fine. We'll have plenty to talk about along the way. Okay. Let's go. You really open a new can of peas disappearing like that. Publisher's been going crazy. He says sales are going through the floor without your stories. And you can't pin that on a peanut farmer. Okay, let's forget that and talk about why you're sending me to India. What the hell am I supposed to do with an Indian guru? I know that religion is coming back into fashion, but don't tell me it's racy enough for this newspaper. That's what you think. They say he's discovered the secret of the ultimate climax. Millions of Americans dream of going to India to achieve it. There's even talk of a, a mass exodus. Okay, Bert. How do you like this headline? Saint rips off thousands of dollars a year teaching sex in a country where children die of starvation. What is happening to you? I met a man who opened my eyes. A fantastic person. I've never met anyone like him. He's incredible. Really. Just think. I never even made love to him. What? I wouldn't go around talking about it. They might like you up. Of course he exists. Come on, Jerry. I'm getting tired. He left the temple a half hour ago. He wasn't at the shrine. And we just missed him at the hotel. Where is your guru? We're following his daily path. You have no patience. You must learn that with holy men, patience is a virtue. Pretty soon you'll be telling me I don't have good karma and he's trying to avoid me. Well? No, he's not here either. You've got to understand that the guru doesn't feel bound by our concept of time. Oh, yes, but he is by money. He took my $500 for the interview and I'm still waiting to have it. When the time is right, you'll see him. It must be easy to become a saint if you live in a palace like this. Worldly possessions have no importance. 
The difficulties that you have had to face in order to meet him will make the encounter even more satisfying. So I can meet him? Later. You've been assigned a room. He'll come for you. $30 a day includes your food. Thank you. Transcendental meditation certainly isn't for the poor, is it? Please don't be angry. They think I've already left. Please, you've got to let me stay. I just don't have anywhere else to go. Why is that? I ran out of funds. So what? I can't leave until the day after tomorrow. You see, I came by charter. I've been trying to keep out of sight. My name's Mary. I don't mind you staying here. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm going to lie down. Amunibada. 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 Amuni... It's not working out. I try and I try. I just can't attain pure thought. I guess meditation's not my thing. I repeat my mantra. You don't know what that is, huh? <clears throat> haven't you read any of the pamphlets they give out? No, I haven't. The mantra is chosen by the guru. It's a word given to each one of us for individual meditation. Like having your own prayer. Actually, it's just another way to get your money. Twenty dollars to Guru Shanti and you get your word. But if you're not into it, why are you here? <sighs> for work. I'm a journalist. And you? Well, you see, I had this accident in Rome. More of a trauma, really. I came here to see if I could get over it. Now, are you okay? Well, I'm lousy at meditation. But I've got the desire to live again. Can you understand that? <laughs> yes, I can. I was really beginning to think I was frigid. Both ladies are mostly naked, if not fully naked, just as the talk of mantras begins. So that is far more entertaining than the talk of meditation. So thank you, movie. Thank you, movie. Who gives a <laughs> shit about meditating when you have those two? Oh, that is meditation. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for the long clip. But if the movie's just going to sit there and tell you everything that's about to happen before just jumping to the next fuck scene, then that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, why not? Who gives a shit? And I mean, that's kind of all Emmanuel movies, by the way. <laughs> and also the fuck scene was particularly particularly um, consenting and quite uh, gentle between those two ladies. So very much. Yeah. Movie. Joe D'Amato probably hated it. <laughs> he probably didn't direct it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that also leads to the end of the first 20 minutes. I just realized. <laughs> well, hey, listen, we're, we're all winning here so far. We won't be later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's just jump into when we're not winning anymore. Yeah, right. The next 20 starts with them still fucking in softcore glory. So we're still doing OK so far folks everything's all right that gets pretty close to over the line because they go in on some shots of hands going to crotches but we don't see any actually penetrative filthy bits and the really filthy bits are just kind of sort of blurred and you know uh not really quite there you don't really get any hardcore sex with laura gemsner on screen uh that's not really anything that she's ever done the closest you get is when she's filming with her husband where yeah. you might actually believe that they could be fucking on film um just maybe but, but even then i don't i don't think I don't, she's yeah, ever i don't don't believe so. I, I don't, I don't think, think so. that was her bag. So, yeah. but they do insert shots in some of the films that you will see where uh, it's a cutaway and it's clearly a re replicated body that's supposed to be, but is definitely not. <laughs> yeah, unless it's like even just a body double. No, that's what but, I'm saying. It's a body double where it's pretending. Yeah, yeah, to be, okay. yeah. They're replicating. Oh, it. I thought you said like a replicated body, like a fake body. Like, oh no, no, yeah, not like fake. plastic or something. Yeah. I'm like, no, I, I'm pretty sure that was just a body double. <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yes, I'm a little yeah. high, so fuck it. We'll just let it go. Fuck it. Why not? I might be a little drunk. Who knows? <laughs> they are done fucking, and then they talk about all of the fucking in our next clip. Look, there's no reason why you should hide yourself here. You can have the room I've reserved in a hotel in New Delhi. Oh, wow. If you're really sure, I could stow away on the bus that leaves this evening. Or do you want to get rid of me? It wasn't so good, huh? Don't be stupid. I was thinking of you. You'll get bored closed up in one room. It's the first time I've ever done it with a girl. Yes, I guessed that. But why now? I was going out of my mind. With you, it seemed so natural. 
Amazing. Another thing they do here is to put us through a course on practicing pure love. I'm not saying it's not eternal. What's it like? I just can't tell you. It's really out of sight. Oh, I've got an idea. Are you planning to go to Rome? I don't know. Maybe. Well, if you do, here. It's a way to repay your hospitality. I've got this great house in Rome. It's right on Piazza Navona. One's the front door, the other's the portone. Ah, but that... Go on, take them. Look, I won't be going back there for a while. Why is that? I stupidly got involved with a bad crowd. But when I tried to get out, I was gang-raped. There were five of them. They work for an organization that recruits girls for the Middle East. I still can't believe I managed to get away from them. Concentrate everything you have on your mantra. Allow your gestures to be isolated from your mind. Don't allow yourselves to surrender to the violence of the orgasm. The real pleasure is to prolong the sexual act indefinitely, to discover a more subtle significance. To orgasm means to die. The more you prolong this act of pleasure, more intense shall the life of the spirit be. I'm going to apologize to the audience now and in advance. There are characterizations and somewhat very seriously racially stereotyped dialogue deliveries in the dub in this film that are going to be in our clips. I apologize for this, um, but this is just how the movie presented it, including... It's a timepiece, I mean, unfortunately. Including George Eastman in brownface. I'm pretty sure George Eastman is in brownface in that scene. I'm pretty positive as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, we don't have... I mean, listen, man, we, we, we can't control the content of the movie uh, that, that was made well before either one of us was born so uh but i apologize that it's on the show folks but we're here yeah and just it, it, even i don't even know so much of an apology but more maybe of just a trigger warning if you're going to listen to the show know that this is unfortunately in in watch this movie based on us reviewing it this is just part of what's in here <laughs> and it gets worse from here <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't get any better guys this, by the way if this is like really massively triggering for you stop now because it gets so much worse yeah the dialogue's stereotypically performed racially speaking is going to get significantly worse and more horrible things will be happening yes yeah yeah <laughs> all right so it is george eastman in brownface conducting the orgy scene at the end of the clip there but by the way there is a crazy orgy scene the movie has the camera pan through that emmanuel maneuvers through and watches and takes sneaky photos using her wristband camera that we have now seen in other films but this is the first time i can think of in the order we're watching it usually you Usually in all the Emmanuel films that Laura Jemsner's in, she's always a photographer. Usually and has a necklace in one of them where it's like a photography necklace. Remember, yeah. it was like a pendant she could snap photos with or something. Yeah. yeah, wasn't that? I think we saw one before this one, uh, before our franchise fest of Laura Jemsner that we're doing now. We we watched one where she like did the pictures where she saw a room of like the the horror room where like ladies were just being completely yeah, mutilated one, and murdered. Was, that was the one with the necklace. You are correct. Yeah, that that look at that. I remember. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the sex scenes go full porn with a lady licking a flaccid cock. That was a bit of a shock because it's right there on screen. <laughs> yeah, it's right there, man. It, it reminded me of uh, the last couple. We the last week, so when uh, we had the uh, yeah the sister the, well the had, nun yeah. one. Yeah. It, yeah, you got the dick right in the mouth there. So hey, all right, <laughs> clip. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are shots of actual penetrative thrusting in some scenes. All of this is overshadowed by Laura getting naked and going after a dude that 
board another woman, it seems like. So she hops on that dick and the hardcore insertion shots are shown of a woman who is clearly not Laura getting penetrative thrusting. And the man really gets into fucking Laura, which pisses off his would-be partner who kicks her off and causes a disturbance, which makes the brown-faced George Eachman break up the fuck fest with a disappointing guru clap. Yes, all of that just fucking happened. Mm-hmm. Gross. <laughs> that leads to our sixth clip. Oh, God. You're a real shit, you know that? Why, I just saved him from impotency. <laughs> now we've got to go back to step number one. You can. I'm going back to love. And then who am I going to do it with? The guru's really upset. Oh. He agreed to pose for you only because he's a saint. Yeah, sure. A saint who loves reporters and publicity. But why did you have to upset him? You didn't have to be so blatant about your disrespect for him. No one's ever disobeyed him before. It's like profanity against a sacred rite. Resting on these soft cushions, we shall learn to enjoy and variate the thousand positions of love to become sublime concubines of our God. As far as I can tell, your theories on pleasure create neuroses, not pureness of spirit. I think it's antiphysiological. And yours is a theory I regard as being typically Western. Oriental philosophy is much less vulgar, so much more refined. This is the school of Kama Sutra. Here women learn the art of perfect union, and to avoid the imperfect union, the arts of the more refined courtesans, the interwoven positions, the suspended position, the swinging position, that of the horse, that of the nail, that of the lotus, the double union. Because often it is the woman's duty to assume the active role when the man is tired, or when there is the desire to change, or just healthy curiosity. She must learn to bend to the wishes of the lover, but at the same time know how to guide the man to her desires with the subtle art of seduction. To be the mare with the stallion, to be the teacher in the art of caressing, in penetration, in friction, in pressure. To understand that the wink of an eye, the trust of the wild boar, the trust of the bull, the games of the penis. To know the classification of men according to their linger, and to adapt these to their own yoni. The ingenious woman multiplies the ways of union, imitating the four-legged animals and the birds, and thus inspires in the man love, friendship and respect. A true woman must understand and elevate herself. What a load of fucking horse shit. Yeah, what a giant piece of trash. That whole sequence is filled with various sized phalluses being gyrated at in various positions for an extended sequence that was quite enjoyable and pretty erotic, however. Mm-hmm. Good. I mean, good on that. The message is fucking bullshit, but no. Nah. Yeah, and having the guy talk like that the entire time kind of ruins it a yep. little bit, but if you just kind of mute it and watch it, I'm sure you'd enjoy it a lot more. Although you would yeah. miss all the writhing, moaning women in the background that I left in the clip for you. I mean, if we could somehow just, you know, you just isolate that guy's voice and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, then for review purposes, that wouldn't work. But, you know, for, you know, enjoyment purposes, yes, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. this all ends with our next clip. Why don't you remain here to learn to elevate yourself? Elevate myself? Like those poor women? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I prefer to keep my feet firmly on the ground. You're like some kind of a superstar living in luxury. For me, saints are something else altogether. To be able to meditate, one must be comfortable. And only those who are rich can be truly comfortable. And the poor? The poor remain poor because they're not intelligent or cunning enough to become rich. And thus are not able to meditate. Oh, well, like you said, meditation is a luxury. 
You don't believe I'm a holy man. Well, it's very difficult to believe in a pure spirit, at least for me. I know men well enough to realize that in every saint there hides a sinner. You see, a according... You're mistaken. You don't want to be saved, elevated. You don't want to reach, by way of prolonged pleasure, the vision of pure spirit, of a sublime soul. Take it easy. I didn't come here to be one of your students. Are you going to leave? Yes, I think I've gathered enough material for my article. Unless you're hiding something interesting from... Myself. That's most interesting. But what's so special about you, Your Holiness? Is it some kind of love declaration? I never talk about love. I am love. I will show you sublime and infinite pleasure. Love. Eastman's guru takes off Laura's clothing and his own, and the pair gets after it. They then talk about the sex after they're done, and that's our next clip. <laughs> Wasn't bad, but I think you'd do well to stick to theory. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You just have to let yourself go a bit more. After years of holding back for the ultimate orgasm, no wonder you come too quickly. Yes? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Isn't there a card? No, but there's a gentleman waiting for you in the garden. Ah, oh, right, the tip. There you are. Thanks. Well? Weren't you waiting for the tip? Ah, right. David! Ah, good morning, Miss Emmanuel. Sorry if I woke you up at this hour, but Dr. Robinson is rather impatient to see you. And we arrived this morning. And right now he's in a conference. Let's go. Tell me, what do you think of India? I'm sure you've had ample opportunity to realize that it's a country of great contrast. In India, poverty lives hand-in-hand hand with high-priced tourism, something which certain individuals take full advantage of. Right. With fake theories on sex for the frustrated and such myths as the ultimate climax and all that guru bullshit. So your guru disappointed you? I should say so. A saint should preach love for his neighbor, not for himself. He's nothing but a glorified con artist. My expose on sex in India could really become an explosive social study, as you told me it could. Would you hold this a minute? Yes, maybe I'm going to take your advice. Here's to your explosive social study, then, <laughs> if you go ahead with it. And to you and your work. I feel a bit guilty sitting in this restaurant, ignoring all this food, with someone who's fighting world hunger. Why don't we forget our work? Let's talk about us. Nowadays, a free woman who is in a position to express herself must become involved with the problems that a woman has always had to face. She continues to be the victim of male sexual violence, often under the auspices of the law. You're beginning to take up noble causes. No, I haven't gone mad. Let me finish. Up to now, men have bought the paper. Can you imagine with something as hot as this what kind of success we have with women? Bert! Would you just stop it? Don't you realize that Cora Norman is working on the same story for the Post? I... I have to get in touch with her. Find her. What the hell's the matter with you, sweetheart? You've always photographed tits and asses. It's something you do really well. Don't turn your back on a natural talent. Okay, okay, you don't have to shout, okay? He says she wants something more important to do. Maybe you misunderstood, Bert. I understood her, right? even if it was a load of horseshit. No, Emmanuel, I wasn't talking to you. You can do anything you want. Just make sure you get good pictures. I don't give a damn as long as it's a good story. Okay, I'll see if I can find Cora Norman for you. I heard she was in Rome, Italy. Okay. It's not the kind of thing that's worth spoiling an old friendship. I know why you're here. It's to try to get a story out of me for Bert. I have my own spies. 
You're right. I asked them to find you for me. You know something? Bert should work for the CIA instead of running a newspaper. They're full of nosy bastards like him. I'll put my cards on the table, okay? Okay. Go ahead. I know you're working on a report, and I want to know more. It's about violence against women, isn't it? Okay. I've got an angle on white slavery. I mean, I'm trying to get to the roots of it. And boy, it's enough to make your blood curdle. Women are being used to sweeten the pot in the legal deals all over the world. The ones that fall into the net often start as tourists from America and find themselves, those that survive anyway, somewhere in the Ivory Coast or in the harem of a sheik in the Middle East as fringe benefits for an oil contract. Finally, I'm on the right track. I got a lead on a woman who can help me and now I'm looking for her. Her name's Greta Mueller. Jesus. I thought that kind of thing didn't happen anymore. Oh, but it does, unfortunately. Do you think anybody really cares if a young girl disappears into thin air? At the most, she'll read a few lines in her local newspaper, and that's all. Cora, I want to help you. So that's what it's all about. Most jobs I do for one reason, for my career. For once, it's not like that. Okay, if you'd really like to, I'll pool resources with you. How do they manage to pick up girls here in Rome? Foreign girls looking for romance are easy prey. They get picked up in the tourist spots. And there's no place like Rome. They meet a beau in a restaurant or a nightclub. And then it's easy. They uh, start in the wine, get a little high. Then someone proposes, you know, a party outside of town. And then nothing. They disappear. Last night I watched and followed a pickup. Two very well-mannered, elegant young men. Complete with the rolls. A white one picked up two French girls. And then? Nothing. They lost me on the Appia Antica. I went back on my tracks, but I couldn't find them. Or the two French girls. Okay, I think I'll do some sightseeing. Be very careful. These people are really dangerous. They don't fight fair. Have they tried to threaten you? Yes, in a way. Actually, they tried to bribe me. They said I should stop my investigation. And they offered me a lot of money. But I refused. Okay, I'll do as you say. I'll be careful. Hello, ciao. Hey, do you put parsley in couscous? I'm afraid I can't tell you. Oh, well, maybe I'll make curry instead. Hi. Ciao. What happened to Mary? You must have used her keys to get in. Mm -hmm. I met her in India. She says she's not coming back. Well, would you like to come back to a place where you've been raped all night by a bunch of guys? Mary was a virgin. Filthy pigs. How come you know everything? Did she tell you? Of course. She's my best friend. Would you like to get revenge on those filthy pigs? It's lovely. Mm -hmm. It turns me on every time I see it. It really does look like a film set. You guessed it. Believe it or not, that's what it is. I tell you a secret. It's put here for all those beautiful foreign girls who come here to spend their vacation. When the summer's over, they pull it down. You really think you're funny? No. I didn't think it was such a bad line for openers. <laughs> I just want to get to know you. I'm sorry, okay? Oh, now, don't get upset. <laughs> hey, you really give up easy. And he was only joking. <laughs> I know Rome like nobody else does. I don't think you know the Rome I'm looking for. 
All right, at the end of the clip, the two ladies helping Emmanuel stitch this sex ring up and are approached by the men in nice suits, and they point her out to the men, and that is the end of the first 40-ish minutes. So that was like the whole first start of the ring where she's like finding her way through and getting it stitched out. That's yeah. everything that just happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, the film gets really I mean, dark. I, I like the idea. Uh, you can tell where this is going, and it ain't going to be good. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea that Emmanuel is going to immediately start busting up a sex ring. I get it. But the way that they go about doing it, where they're using it as an excuse to show you the grossest sex stuff that's about to fucking happen, is yeah. just no. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, let's just move on to the next 20. Yeah, agreed. The next 20 starts with a discussion from the Sussmen in Suits and our next clip. I'm sorry. Who's the boy? Some kid on his first day out. Well, what are two lovely girls like you doing here all alone? Listen, kid, for your first day out, you've done pretty well. Come here a second. Now listen, go back to school, boy. That broad's not interested in a beginner like you. Just who the hell do you think you are? Just behave, huh? You know what the secret is? It's just a matter of taking yourself in hand and jerking off. Go put it where the sun don't shine. Pleased to make your acquaintance. My name's Roberto. Shall we go? Our friends are waiting for us. Come on. Here, this is Mauro. It's a pleasure. Pleasure. Well, what are you going to do about entertaining us now that you picked us up? We thought we'd have a meal in a nice picturesque Italian restaurant. What do you say? Oh, just a okay, second. Huh? You go ahead. In you get, girls. Many think. I've always wanted to ride in a rose. He's feeding from Daddy. I thought I was a bit rude walking off like that without saying goodbye. How sweet. They're great, huh? Mm. You've got your head close to the plate. Now twist the fork clockwise. <laughs> I love it. How many ways are there to cook spaghetti? How about Romans? Do you love them? I don't really know any Romans. And how about us? Aren't we Romans? Oh, yes, of course. And we think you're really nice, more than we expected. And you? Is that what you think? It depends. How many ways do you know how to cook a girl? <laughs> <laughs> I've left the recipe at home, but I know a couple of ways that are very appetizing. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How's it going? Oh, ciao. Would you like to join us? No, I've had my dinner, thanks. But I'm glad I found you. Did you forget the party? Why don't you bring these delightful ladies with you? They'll yeah. enjoy it. How about it, girls? And where is this party taking place? At a friend's villa in the Appi Antica. But isn't it too late? No, the evening's still young. <laughs> <laughs> well, pay, then we'll be right with you. Put the girls into my car. There. Hey, look, you can do better than that. I got you some good-looking chicks, especially the Oriental. She's alone and just passing through. Very well. In you get. Catch you later, girls. Ciao. I'll be in touch. Uh, aren't we going to wait for the others? I'm just playing a little joke on them. This way they'll learn not to leave you sitting around like this. Don't worry, you'll see them later at the villa. Oh, so gross. <laughs> we haven't even got to the worst parts yet. <laughs> nope, and it's already gross, and I hate it. Oh, God. At the end of the clip, a woman, I assume, who is Emmanuel's competition on the story, is followed home by a group of thugs associated with the sex trafficking, and they barge into our house. And I'm sorry about this, but that is our next clip. Oh, God. <laughs> we have some unfinished business here, bitch. I already told you, didn't I? I'm not interested in your money. I know. I know. In fact, I admire for it. But this time we're not offering money. Don't you dare touch me. You can't make someone like me disappear without leaving a trace. You're not going to disappear. We just want to teach you a lesson, sweetheart. And then we'll leave you in peace. Okay, get on with it. Ah! <laughs> 
And as you hear at the end of the clip, the men grab a hold of her and begin beating her before stripping off her clothing and then raping her on the command of their leader. The film takes its time showing cocks out as they rape her, and it's implied two men are raping her at the same time. It's fucking disgusting, and this shit does not need to be in a fuck film, for God's sake. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, I mean, oh God, this is just terrible. It adds nothing, nothing about it that makes you think or anything like that. It's just there to be gross and gratuitous. They cut from this to the women that are with Emmanuel discussing how they think their drinks may have been drugged, and Emmanuel assures them they have a guardian angel who is the kid on the motorbike, I guess, because he's been following them the whole time. The women are dropped off at this man's house, and it is clear they should not trust these men, and it is evident as they discuss them as commodities, and the dudes pull guns on them and demand they strip immediately. This is not enjoyable nudity at all, as they are blindfolded and tied up, and then led to a room with two or three other ladies who are in the same boat. The dude on the motorbike drives off and calls the pigs as a man in a neck brace with half of his face burnt, steps in and selects Emmanuel as the woman he will have held down for him to be able to rape. This is fucking disgusting, and she fights too much to be useful to him, so the man picks another woman and has her held down, bent over on the table for him to rape. As we are forced to watch this, it goes on for fucking ever. It's fucking disgusting. This should not be in a fuck film. Yeah, I hate all that shit. Fuck you. Fuck you, movie. This takes way too long, and it finally ends with a shot of three ladies teamed up with Emmanuel leaving a police station. What the fuck is going on? Whatever. They're going to try and explain it in our next clip. They got what they deserve. I did that for Mary. I did too. I hope they spend the rest of their lives in jail. They won't win any popularity stakes, that's for sure. See you later. Aren't you coming? Gotta show our garden angel some gratitude. Piazza Navona. Well, how'd it work out? Just fine, thanks. If it hadn't been for you, it would have been awful. Oh, I didn't do so much. I only did what you told me to do. Can I take you somewhere? Do you have any ideas? Mm, I feel like taking a trip out to the Scortico. It's my father's. To the Scortico? What's that mean? Uh, place to go if you want to make love. I think you'd call it a bachelor pad. Okay, sounds like fun. Let's go. This woman just escaped nearly being sexually assaulted. This dude hits on her, and then they imply that she's into it. I mean, like, I know Emmanuel's free, and that she has a lot of strength, but come on, really? Yeah, that's, uh, it's such a fucking, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's an abuser's wet dream, pretty much. It's really wrongly and grossly headed in its writing, for sure. Yeah, yeah. She hops on his bike, they are off to a marina to what appears to be the dude's boat that he was just talking about and then they talk about his boat some more as they jump on it and that's our next clip wait till you see the casanova bathrooms there's even a bidet with a vertical shower my father thinks he's really got class for me he's just a pig men aren't born pigs it's something they become it's just a matter of specialization you're an expert huh have you ever made love what of it i'll get you through your first exam Fact one, you weren't brought by the story. Mm. <laughs> so you know that already, huh? <laughs> Show me what else. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Shit, someone's coming. Oh, we better hide. Oh. Yeah, quick in the closet. Would you like to see if the bathroom's tidy? My ball breaking stepmother. What is she doing here? I don't know. Take off your jacket. Thank you. Isn't it hot? What are you playing at? Your stepmother's right, young man. It's hotter than hell in here. Yes, the bathroom is tidy, madam. Good. 
can only mean that uh, my husband has not used the boat much. Anyway, get some clean sheets, would you? No, not there. Over here. Shall I change the pillowcases as well, ma'am? Yes, everything. Oh, she's really got it together. I sake, be quiet. <laughs> There's no need for you to rush, you know. There's not much room to move about. Hold on, let me. God damn it, when is she gonna leave? <laughs> Come on, you're tickling me. Where am I? You see? What a nice stepmother you've got. She comes here to remake the bed without even knowing what dirty games your daddy comes to play. Sure, you, you think she really cares about that? Come on, stop crying. Why? Don't you like it? It's hot. Oh! oh that really hurt. What did you do? Ah, the catch on my garter pinched me on the side. Let me see if it scratched the skin. Oh, how about that? Is she always that democratic with her mates? I don't know. She changes them off. She asks too much of them, I guess. It'll be easier if you lie down. Yes, dear. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. The stepmom starts getting kisses all over her legs where the pinch was supposed to happen. That Then the pair start to disrobe and get after it. And Emmanuel is really hot and bothered now. She is getting after it with the young man who is super upset that his stepmom is banging a maid. None of this is a bad thing, and it's super enjoyable. So thank you, movie. This is what should be in a fuck film is this kind of little hijinks yeah right this is what should be in a nice little fuck film it's it's fun hijinky come on all right not 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 the awfulness we're about to get some of the shots are also pretty hardcore with the ladies getting after it so thank you movie yeah thank you movie that leads to the end of the first full hour of the film and it's not going to get any better from here no yeah (laughs) it's 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 only going to get worse everyone so you know yay yeah let's just move on then i suppose right just power through. yeah pretty much the next 20 starts with our next clip i was supposed to be the one to find you instead you found me and it wasn't a coincidence i read what happened in the newspapers and so i caught the first plane i could that was very sweet thank you you had me very worried emmanuel this project you're working on with cora norman is extremely dangerous wasn't it you who said i was afraid to louse up my career by getting involved with something worthwhile don't make a joke out of it I feel responsible for what happened to you. I suppose I'll have to check your itinerary to know when I'll be able to see you again. Uh, Not too soon, I'm afraid. I'll be away in at least a couple of weeks visiting the Middle East. Your plane is due to leave in exactly 75 minutes, Dr. Roberts. Thank you, Davis. Well, I'll miss you. And I shall miss you. He's all yours, Davis. We finished saying goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Manuel. (laughs) Manuel. Hi. You took a big risk. I told you it was going to be dangerous. I heard about it on the news. You were lucky. Yes, I know I was. But what happened to you? You sounded really upset on the phone. It's time to get in deeper. That is, if you haven't changed your mind. No, I haven't changed my mind, but I want to know what happened to you. Those sons of bitches. I came here last night. Now I know what it's like to be raped. So where are we going? The Far East. I found out where Greta Mueller is. She's changed her name to Elsa Brown and lives in Hong Kong. Mr. Chang Lee. Sorry, no work. I'm not looking for work. I'm looking for Elsa Brown. Don't know her. (laughs) Hey, come on. You're not trying. Make a little effort. Maybe this will help jog your memory. Elsa has opened a casino in Macau. I don't know her address, but I am in touch with her from time to time. Tell me where you stay, and if I see Elsa, I'll tell her that an American lady wishes to see her. (laughs) Thank you. Tell her that 
Cora Norman is looking for her. After this, Emmanuel is pursued by some dude, and the other reporter works back up following them both, and that leads to our next clip. Cora Norman, Elsa Brown is waiting. She is. Thanks, friend, but I prefer to walk if you don't mind. In the car. Go! 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 <laughs> Why do you want to see Elsa Brown? Uh, I thought she could help me find a job. What kind of job? Anything, so long as it's well paid. You're all alike. Elsa cannot find you any work. Elsa only delivers the girls. It is me, Chang, who decides if you'll be able to work. And me, am I okay? That depends. You are able to pass the trial period. <laughs> Just as they brought you here, young lady, I was almost ready to begin the trial period of two ambitious young women here. They came for the same reason that you did, to make a lot of money. And what will they have to do? Sink to the lowest depths, and then submit to the cruelest forms of violence. Enjoying it, almost to the point where the pain they are suffering assume exquisite delight. Most important of all, they must come through the test without making any sounds that aren't sounds of pleasure. Disgust and fear should be words with no significance to them. Now at one of the more interesting phases. <laughs> this snake, like all reptiles, He's very fond of milk. He is already attracted to the scent of it. He'll suck it up to the last drop. To the last drop. To the last drop. Uh, you like that very much, right? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ movie. What the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, right movie? What the hell, man? You maybe not do any of that? So sexual torture is the game this dude plays as he pretty much forces a snake into a woman's vagina while forcing us and Emmanuel to watch in what takes forever to get over with. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, can you can that have maybe gone, I don't know, a little fucking quicker? And I mean, uh, like, or, actually, or how about this? Not happened at all. Yeah, actual snake being shoved in there that is torturing an animal that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Emmanuel's oh, backup man. has a gun on the dude who set her up, and she finds out where they are as we cut back to more forced on-screen bestiality, complete with a German shepherd licking a woman's crotch out. That's fucking right. They fucking showed us that. And then oh, we Christ. see a hard red rocket of a dog flopping around, and then, Jesus Christ, they then jump to the dog actually fucking the woman, and this is fucked up. What the hell? You don't put this shit into a fucking movie man <laughs> no you, you you really don't you, i mean you really fucking don't i mean like this looks like bestiality porn which should be pretty much illegal the only thing they don't really show is like that it's 100 the dog is licking the woman so that they could have plausible deniability but it is pretty much pushing that envelope to where illegality is the name of the game for this release yeah yeah it's like i mean are you is anything gonna be okay again Again, I don't think so. How did you get this fucking out there? <laughs> and this is all being portrayed as something that we should be into, sexually speaking, being able to watch and enjoy because Joe D'Amato's a really, really sadistic dude, I guess. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, guys, you know, isn't this all hot? And we're all like, no, no, man, it's, it's pretty really fucking not. far from that. <laughs> this then ends with our next clip. <laughs> 
Quiet the dog. Quick, go get dressed and call the police. We'll have a few minutes before the police get here. So I propose we use the time to have a little chat. I don't mind if you kill me. You might as well, because I'm not going to tell you a thing. Cora, obviously he doesn't want to chat. I mean, what are we waiting for? Yes, you're right. That dog must still be horny. Perhaps he'd like to finish with you what he started with the girl. No, please, you can't. That madness. Oh. Oh. Light out. Nearly all these ships you see are bound for the Arab countries. It's no secret Macau is the center for every kind of traffic. Anything from drugs to weapons, from women to oil. Prepare yourself, my dear. We could sweeten the pot for an oil contract. A little incentive for the buyers. <sighs> this leads to a sequence of the pair still looking for the Madam Brown lady. They finally find her. That leads to our next clip. I'm Emmanuel. Uh, this is Cora Norman. Doesn't look as if they give you very much room to move around. They keep a pretty tight check on you. Maybe, but it's none of your business anyway. We're both reporters, and we'd like to have a heart-to-heart -heart chat with you about your dealings with the Middle East. Your friend Chang has told us quite a lot about it. We handed the little creep over to the police. To the police? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think you're speaking to the wrong person. I don't know anybody named Chang. Don't you? Listen, Elsa. You're going to help us put an end to this organization. But what organization? The only thing I do is manage a casino. <laughs> That's just a cover. And you have to play it by their rules. How long do you think you'll last? You're not indispensable. You'll end up by making a mistake and then they'll kill you. Seeing as how you seem to know all about it, what do you want me to do? Tell the people in the organization that the two of us want in. Okay, but I don't think you know what you're getting into. Don't you worry about us. We've already had dealings with them. We'll come through it all right. Besides, I'm kind of turned on by the idea of becoming a sheik's courtesan. Okay, so tomorrow it's Tehran. This leads to a plane ride, then a car ride, then the pair of women are led by a man through a hotel of some sort with men sitting in various uh, areas, lounging in chairs and reading papers and whatnot, and then they find a room, and that leads to our next clip. Ah, you're so clever. Journalist and a photo reporter. Both of them famous for their exposés on anything scandalous. That's impossible. I had the word on them from Rome, but unfortunately, too late. Then Elsa fell for it, too. I'm ready to admit I made a mistake. But it's only the first. You and I divide the work, which means we divide the risks. It appears to be a little late for that, Halab. To cover up for your error, I've already warned the Emir of their arrival from Macau. I can't make them disappear, if that's what you had in mind. But fortunately, for you, that is, our beloved Emir is involved in a conference right now of all the oil-producing countries. That means you have ample time to cover up for our mistake. It's all right, girls. There's absolutely nothing to worry about. Last night, the party got a little bit too rowdy. What kind of party? Oh, diplomatic parties, they're called. You know where the private discussions go on. Fringe benefits for European ministers while they negotiate deals on oil and industrial plants. But where are they taking the girl to? Oh, they have a clinic here, especially for us. The doctors are German. I'm sure they'll try and get her back on her feet somehow. And if she doesn't recover completely? Oh, that means no one will ever see her again. She'll disappear, like all the others. Just between us, I know where they go. To a brothel on the Ivory Coast. One of those pigsties reserved for soldiers. I'd rather die than end up in a place like that. But do you like it here? I would do just about anything to get away from here. We could help you. You could help me. Nobody can help me. No, that's not true. We're two American journalists with powerful friends. Just tell us who's behind this. Okay. The head of this awful organization is a man named Kassim. Half slave trader, half minister. I'm sure he's stealing the Emir blind. And the Emir doesn't know anything about it. 
Absolutely nothing. The Emmy is so sweet and well-mannered, he can't know anything. The poor darling's only fault is that he trusts Cassim. <laughs> Fiona. Get up, Fiona. What is it? I'm sorry. This has to look real. How dare you! Did you do that again? At least there's some brevity here. Mm. This fight is engineered so that Emmanuel can escape and go snooping about. So she does in a diaphanous robe, which is nice. At least we can see and enjoy that. She spies on a fuck room filled with old men banging young women. That was kind of weird. This includes another peeled banana insertion and some hardcore penetrative sex scenes that show that the peeled banana actually would somewhat work, it looks like, because they show it doing it. I, I don't buy it. That was that was FX. You know, that's some special effects type shit. Maybe it was like a really, really green banana that, like, you know, hadn't fully started to soften yet. That's the only thing I can yeah. think, but it still doesn't seem right. Yeah, right. They froze that shit. <laughs> this hardcore fuck segment goes on and on with lots of bumping and grinding and sucking and fucking, and it seems like it's consensual, but, I mean, these women are probably held here against their will as well, so it's probably not good to enjoy it, so let's just move on. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> Which Emmanuel does. She leaves that room and then demands her way into another room, and it cuts to our next clip. Just a moment. All right, come in. The Emir would like to speak to you and the two American women that arrived today. Yes. Very well. Now you know everything. You can see that your reputation is in danger of taking a knock. It would seem that you're right, even though I'm doing my best not to appear like a sultan from a thousand and one nights. It is my fervent wish to put my country on a par with the industrialized nations, with advanced technology and more improved education. I myself graduated from Cambridge and the Harvard Business School. Congratulations. But you don't seem so up to date in your private life, considering that you have a harem like the ancient caliphs. They kidnap their women. You buy them. Yes, but to the same extent. I buy my jewelry in London and famous paintings in Italy. Do you think it out of fashion to purchase beauty? Uh, loving and purchasing are two verbs that don't fit together. That's an exquisite observation, also rather impertinent, if you don't mind my saying so. But I must confess I've rather ignored the sordid side of this whole business. Many of these girls are never seen again. And that, to you, is no more than sordid? Yes? Ah, finally I have a chance to meet your friend. A thousand welcomes. Thank you. Emmanuel, I'm so happy to see you. When they came for me, I thought, this is it. It seems to me you have too much imagination, my dear. Please excuse me. <laughs> this Amir is really groovy. But what's he going to do about us? I don't know. These errands are all so mysterious. We'll just wait and see. The bad dude is let out speaking in Arabic, so I have no clue what happened and how. That is the end of the first hour and 20-minute-ish mark of the film, and the rest is just the barrel through to the end. Jesus Christ. Yeah, thank God. 
Yeah. Also, at least there's less on-screen rape and or assault using animals raping yeah. a human being. I mean, there's less of that on screen right now. So that's, that's something also to be true for. Yeah. Sort of. But <laughs> yeah, that was some rough ass shit. Yeah. I never really want to watch this movie again after this. Not at all. I, I don't blame you. I, I yeah, I never would want to either. <sighs> brother. So let's just go ahead and cut this off and finish it. What do you think? Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's get done. The run to the end begins with our next clip. Are they taking him to jail? No, I sent him out to hunt gazelle. They're not easy game, you know. In fact, it's very dangerous. Unfortunately, as fate would have it, sometimes accidents happen. More often than not, fatal. Should that happen, I don't suppose you'd be upset. I don't think you understand compassion. I'm the only justice here, and justice is no friend of compassion. That's nice and easy. You organize a gazelle hunt and your conscience is clear. You're provoking me, my dear. But I don't quite understand what you're hoping to achieve. And you? I bet you'll try to stop us from publishing our story. Or at least mentioning your name. Yes, you're right. But I could be very generous in exchange for your silence. What are you offering us? Your countries are in desperate need of my oil. And I could... Um... Arrange to keep the rates down, I mm. see. Are you feeling altruistic? Hmm. <laughs> Just a moment. This resolves your problem, but only makes mine more serious. I think I could stand my loneliness much easier if I had some kind of delightful souvenir of your presence. Just a minute, Mr. Caleb. We have a warrant for your arrest. Let's go. Come on, this way. This leads to an elaborate oiling up and caressing of each other by Emmanuel and her reporter cohort for the leader to enjoy, and then both women proceed to oil him up. And I guess this fuckfest is so they can publish their findings and also because that guy was sort of getting arrested at the end there. I, yeah, yes. I, I, I believe so. Yeah, I, well, I think you, yeah, that's, I mean, the best way you can put it. Yeah, <laughs> way to uh, make yourself seem like a benevolent and wonderful leader by essentially deciding that two would-have-been rape victims must have sex with you to get justice yeah um not exactly great no uh a little little fucked up yeah so I'm <laughs> i mean gonna, i'm just gonna say i don't, we can't I don't enjoy know what else sex. to say about it yeah we can't enjoy this sex basically is what i'm no. getting at yeah after much rolling around and kissing all oiled up it cuts to our next clip you don't have to thank me dr roberts it's me who should thank you for contributing to the success of our conference all right i hope you'll be back soon perhaps as my guest and i hope as a friend Bye. Send the ladies in. Good morning, my dear. I hope you rested well. Yes, very well, thank you. We needed it. Now I know what they mean when they say you Arabs have energy resources. Thank you. That's a very flattering compliment. I was to tell you that Dr. Robertson sends his regards. Malcolm? Where yes. did you meet Malcolm? Well, it appears that he somehow found out that you were my guest. He did everything he could to help. Even called the American Embassy. So you had no choice. Either you put an end to the organization, or you would have lost face. Please believe me, I would have done it anyhow. I just didn't want to spoil the pleasant uh, atmosphere. Why, you son of a bitch. Hmm? Uh, what I meant to say was, what exquisite subtlety. That sounds better. <laughs> you promised me that you wouldn't get yourself into any more trouble. But weren't you the one who told me not to waste my time covering scandals? We yes, went through all this in Rome. I was hoping that you would spend more time with me. Excuse me for the interruption, but we've got to get to the airport, Dr. Robert. Thank you. Oh, by the way, Davis, contaminated by your curiosity, has been very busy these days. Yes, that's right. I discovered something that I think would interest you very much. Oh, that's great, Davis. Don't keep me in suspense. It's the name of an American senator, Paul Lexon. Mm -hmm. He's mixed up in some shady deals, but we don't know exactly what. Mm -hmm. I really don't know how to thank you, Davis. You couldn't thank me in a nicer way. I'll wait for you in the car, sir. I'll be right out. 
You see, there I go again, helping you in spite of myself. See you soon. Is that the promise of a diplomat? Consider it a threat. Hey, I like that, Malcolm. You're getting better. Yeah, okay. Right, tomorrow evening we'll see you in New York. No. I must get in touch with Phil Mortensen. You're an angel. Phil Mortensen? Who's he? He's Senator Paul Lexon's assistant. <laughs> oh, is that so? Boy, he doesn't know what he's got coming, does he? Evening, Mr. Mortensen. I don't get it. Eddie's from Oyster Bay like I am. Oh, excuse me. Strange we haven't met before. Are you from New York? No, I'm Jamaican. Beautiful place. I was there once on a vacation. You have a lot of leftist politicians down there. You wouldn't be one of them. No way. I just want to enjoy myself. That's good, honey. I just can't stand those country girls who cry wolf at the first sight of blood. How about your friend here? That's not us. I'm a big girl. And <laughs> you get uh, Thanks. Where are you taking us? Uh, does it matter? Just as long as we enjoy ourselves. <laughs> Form is Ohio. What are you going to do to her? Just you relax. It was a game and she lost. Gambling debts have to be paid. Well, look who's here. Why, hi, Phil. Hi, Mr. Senator. Phil, I'd like you to meet Gene Cleaver. How do you Always do? glad to make a new acquaintance. Beautiful company tonight, Phil. Yes, sir. What are you intend doing for the rest of the evening? Going back inside there where there's 200 drunks? We're Why, going off to nice. watch Little Miss Ohio pay a debt. <laughs> you care to join us? Come on, we came out to enjoy ourselves. What do you say? Here we are now for some fun. How's it get, honey? Don't you worry yourself. We're here to take care of you. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, come on, young star. Evening. What's my name? Election propaganda for the senator. They strip the lady and force her to dance for the homeless men, and then things turn really ugly really fast as they start to sexually assault her. And then one of the homeless men pulls out a gun and scares off all of the rich men and the other women as Emmanuel tries to fight to protect her and get anyone to help. What the fuck movie? Why do you want to do this in the last few minutes of your film? Because uh, it's a giant piece of shit. That's why. It's just Joe D'Amato being sadistic for the sake of being sadistic again. Yeah. <sighs> Emmanuel and her reporter friend take off as the rape becomes more violent and the man with the gun chases them down and takes Emmanuel captive. He forces her head down as if she will have to go down on him and then he does force her to go down on him as more men rape the woman in the background the entire time. They finally fucking end this because it goes on way too fucking long with the woman who was gang raped being taken by paramedics to an ambulance and Emmanuel and the woman discuss all of this in our final clip. Drink this. It'll do you good. Thank you. Oh. How's the girl? 
I don't know if she'll make it. Did they get all of them? Yes. It's all over, Manuel. No, it isn't. This is just the beginning, Cora. We've got to find the courage to tell everyone what's been going on. Gary L. McKenzie 5 of Flint, Michigan, was killed when riding in a vehicle swept from Interstate 69 near Charlotte, Sheriff's deputy said. The boy's father, Gary Sr., and younger brother, Ryan, 3, were hospitalized serious conditions. White slave trade scandal is spreading like an oil spot. Government itself is involved, as is the world of high finance, including well-known personalities. District Attorney's Office has already sent out several subpoenas. Now we'll broadcast a taped interview with Emmanuel, famous photo reporter. God, what a mess. I open the can of peas my publisher doesn't like. I think he really wants to fire me. You can get another publisher. You're the most sought-after reporter in the world. I'm also a lonely woman, and I feel very bitter. I'm going to need your help, Malcolm. As the man said, all you have to do is ask me, and I mean it. <laughs> You're a terrible liar. What time do you have to catch your next plane? And there is no plane. Did they fire you? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. The conference has only been put back. The president has influenza. <laughs> Let's hope someone hides the aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, D'Amato. That's how it ends. Roll credits. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Why? Just fucking why? Well, exactly. Why? Why 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 did any of that need to be done? It didn't. That's the whole fucking point. Yeah. But D'Amato needs to live out his fucking weird ass fucking fetishes and make us live out too. So fuck us, I guess. <sighs> yeah, there's way too many of these fucking Italian sex films that involve way too much rape as if it's trying to normalize rape as a way of getting sex when it it's isn't a Apparently romancing, for fuck's sake, it's according to them. Yeah. Well, and I get the idea that she's going to be taking down a sex ring. I get that. Yeah. But don't be putting that kind of fucking sexual abuse on the same level or portraying it in the same way or filming it in the same way as if we are supposed to be enjoying it for the purulent interest as we do right. with consensual, enthusiastically consensual sex. That is yeah. not the same thing. You are showing violence as if it is sex, and that is not what it is. It is violence. Violence. That's what rape is. Rape is just violence. That's all it is. It's nothing else but violence and control. Oh, it's fucking gross. I really hope we don't have to deal with any more of this. Luckily, next week it will be somewhat better, but I just... It's, it's a, you know what? Next week it's better from the standpoint of there's not all this disgustiness. It's it's just a bad movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just fucking boring. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it weirdly... Put together, we'll get into it next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to tell the rest of the story, at least, of uh, my Godzilla minus one theatrical experience and some other things probably having to do with that uh, in our story time. I'm done talking about this movie. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, let's do it. All right. We're going to take a break here. We're going to play Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats with the song Survivor. And when we come back, we'll try and cheer you back up with the story time.
Daniel Ratliff in the Night Sweats has got it right. I'm afraid the weight of the world is catching up with you. And I'm afraid yeah. the weight of the world is catching up with me, too. You are <laughs> fucking right. No shit. I know it's catching up to me. Oh, My brother. old ass. Let's try and cheer some folks up with our story time. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So we already talked about how we almost got pancaked by a truck. So my wife and I thought that we were running late. We thought that Godzilla minus one was going to be playing at one when we went to see it at the local Alamo draft house. And it turned out that that was not the case. So what ended up happening was we got ready. We were getting ready in somewhat of a hurry. And then Bev decides that she doesn't like any of the dipping sauces for the chicken fingers, or at least that she needs to have some honey mustard. So she takes some time to whip up her own honey mustard sauce to take to the theater with her, right? Yeah, well, why not? Yeah, well, I also have to go to the bathroom and then things end up taking way longer than we think and basically we think the movie's supposed to start at 1. We're just leaving our house almost at 12.30. It takes over 20 minutes to get to that theater. We think we're going to almost be late for the movie because we think the movie is starting at 1. We move pretty quickly through the highway. We get there relatively to where we're at the point where we're passing the new building that I work at because I have to commute there and I'm pointing that out to my wife as the trucker comes across the lane and almost kills us. Holy shit. We get through that. God damn it. We get to the exit. She's obviously visibly shaken because of the trauma of what has happened. It still hasn't hit me. We get all the way to the theater and get inside and we decide to use, uh, like Alamo does like a rewards thing for people that do frequent visits if you have an account with them. We have like the free movies. If you pay 20 bucks, you can go see one movie a day with no additional charge with just like some ticketing fees that they throw in, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we do that. I love Alamo. That's why I'm a shill for them. I just really like that theater. Anyway, um, we get there, we get the reward stuff, and um, we then are on the like trying to like hoof it to the the theater, and that's when we find out, oh no, the movie's not for another half hour, and we still have almost like ten minutes ish before it's even one o'clock. So, oh damn, yeah, and we're like, oh, we got like forty ish minutes. I'm like, you just want to go sit at the bar and like sit down and you know just catch our breath and just be excited to be alive and about to go see a great guy a movie right yeah <laughs> shit so we do she orders a bloody mary and one of our rewards was a free pop so that's what i ended up choosing because as everybody knows i'm not really a drinker i mean i will on occasion but it's not really my bag anymore no yeah it's not your thing baby <laughs> yeah basically uh so i am sitting there we're talking about how i love godzilla to the bartender and all that kind of stuff the time passes we get to the theater, we order our food, all of our food orders go wrong in some way, shape, or form. The waiter had a hell of a time taking care of us while we were in the theater, and uh, I felt like a whiner baby just for asking for the things that I ordered that never got delivered. I'm like that too, though. I'm exactly like that. Yeah. Now, as far as Godzilla Minus One goes, it is, if people are unaware, it's the latest Toho movie. It is the 70th anniversary film that they decided to make, and it is a glorious tribute and lovingly made Godzilla movie. It takes amalgamations of pieces of things that people absolutely loved and brought them together to make a new kind of reimagined version of Godzilla that is absolutely terrifying and still 100% sympathetic and you feel awful for whenever he's getting hurt and or the inevitable thing. They even find a way to make an oxygen destroyer style weapon that is damaging to Godzilla uh, again and like make it actually somewhat scientifically viable as to why it would make sense. Um, it's excellent all the way through. They even do a little 
Jaws wink and nod uh, using Godzilla chasing like some of the boats that are trying to attack him and the way that they do that. Everything about this is fucking great, including the CG. And I absolutely loved it. I was like a four-year-old bouncing up and down. And Matt's seen me do this before when I'm watching movies like that. I punch my fists together when I'm watching stuff like that and I get excited like I'm a little kid. I can't help it. I fucking do it. I did it at the theater so much. I started holding my wife's hand to keep myself from doing it because I was having so much fun. The Ah. human stories in this are even actually really interesting and moving. And usually I just think of humans as uh, the the extras in a Godzilla movie. Right, right. And they take a long time to develop these characters and make you give a shit about them and put them in peril and make you worry about them, make you mourn them. I mean, like, it's really well done. I really love Godzilla Minus One. It is a theater experience that I will always keep in my heart. And why? Because I was surrounded by kids who I was pretty sure were seeing a Godzilla movie, if not for the first time in their lives, definitely possibly for the first time in their lives in theaters. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And they all kept quiet and were reverent and loved it and went nuts for it. And it was awesome. It was a wonderful shared experience. That's why you got to get the fuck out to theaters when you can, folks. I mean, I know diseases are out there and it's fucking terrifying, but that shared experience is something special. Yeah. If you can take precautions, man, there is something about seeing uh, a movie and uh, especially a a big one like that in in the theater. You really can be together on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, get yourself fucking vaccinated. If you're more Mm -hmm. uncomfortable about it, you can wear a mask while you're there. But the theater experience where you're grouped together, absolutely. And, you know, right now you can have vaccines for mostly everything. We'll see what ends up shaking out with all diseases that develop all over the world. But we have to try and get somewhat of a sense of community back somehow. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, without community and you feel isolated, it feels hopeless sometimes. So, yeah, you need community. It's the only way we win and the the bad guys lose. The bad guys being the super rich. (laughs) All right. Well, do you have a story time or are you going to make me be the solo story time again this week? You're going to be solo story time and I'll go solo style and I'll do a solo one next week. I think that maybe when we do like uh, our notes, the person whoever does the notes should have the story time. Yeah. Unless one of us gets frozen up and then the other one has to cover each week. Yeah. Then have to jump in there. (laughs) I'll do my story time uh, about some other fun stuff. All right. Well, I'm going to play the ending Legion promo and immediately after that, we will have the song on the pirate radio edit from Gogo Bordello. Think locally, fuck globally, because that is definitely something that Emmanuel does. Yeah. (laughs) And that'll be right after this. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion podcast network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Metal Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho-Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.
hopefully Google Bordella stuff will cheer some folks up and bring them back out yeah, of right. funk after all of that stuff. My story time didn't do it for you. So I've decided that this is going to be the last recording session that I am going to do the like housekeeping on this show. Like while I have you on the line with me to, to do it, we're going to end that era. And I'm just oh wow yeah I'm just going to pre-record the show housekeeping stuff. I'm going to do the uh, like play that coming in right while the song's going. I'm going to play that over top of it, and then it'll just be you and me talking like that like 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 we nope. are here right after this to say goodbye and that's it that's so i'm gonna do that so, the next time that you and i record i'm gonna do that for the next two episodes so sounds good to me yeah so this is the last two that we're gonna do that with that makes me a little sad so let's try yeah. and play it up as best we can <laughs> yeah the last two housekeeping ones where we get into it all right let's let's fucking all right <laughs> read it and i'll be annoying let's if you, go if you'd like to find the only living existences of us ever doing this shtick ever again that's available <laughs> at legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash podcast the previous 433 actually 433 what the fuck are we doing man we do a lot of shit yeah this is almost 10 years of this show that we've been doing this my man 10 years that's true oh my god 10 fucking years yeah yeah if you'd like an old now if you'd like to dispute that that we're getting close to 10 years you can reach out to me on the legion discord chat and mention that but i'm keeping track of it it's been nine sets you you can dispute it but you'd be wrong like a bitch (laughs) oh jesus christ let's just make them happy with the meme drops here we go we're going to go to the instagram first that's where our memes are immediately released to cinema underscore psyops and then they are shared to the facebook page of cinema psyops as well as the facebook group of cinema psyops all of that aptly named for the name of this podcast which you know yeah. is cinema psyops i hope you are listening to it yeah i mean you we hope you know the name of it if you're here by now it's cinema psyops it has been like a long time and so you should, you should probably understand that and i'm court psyops on your social medias elsewhere where you might be able to locate me but you know nobody really reaches out anymore there's no such thing as feedback podcasting is just shouting into a void and feeling sad about it yeah i mean listen that's what we do we're a couple white guys podcasting because we feel like you all really want to know our opinions on shit (laughs) while you're out there wondering why it is that you do run to know our opinions about shit (laughs) kick the fuck out of this week while you enjoy miranda sex garden with are you the one In here, I'm gonna start the recording. Recording in progress. There we go. My microphone is good. All right, and you can hear the. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah clips all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, here's a little. I'm just bit. happy to be alive, motherfucker. <laughs> Me too. Uh, let's no, seriously. Start. Thursday, I, I thought I was gonna die. Well, seriously, yesterday on the highway, we almost got pancaked by a truck on the way to the Alamo Draft House. So yeah, we're both lucky to be alive. Then. Dude, holy shit! Yeah, let let's start the show, and then our banter can be all about us being lucky to be alive. Because yeah, let's get this going. Because I got fucking things to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, here we go. I'm gonna play a little bit of the year theme. Take a little token, and uh, we'll get the show rocking in three, two, one. I can hear you talking. <laughs> you hear me coughing, trying to hold it in. <laughs> that, okay, there you go. This is fucking like six goddamn minutes, so I'm just gonna cut it off here and try and save us some fucking time. All right, three, two, one. because we feel like you all really want to know our opinions on shit. While you're out there wondering why it is that you do run to know our opinions about shit, <laughs> kick the fuck out of this week while you enjoy Miranda Sex Garden with Are You The One? I want to play that for you so you can hear just a little bit of it. Right. It's kind of a song that's going after that whole tell, you know, like, yeah. tell a beautiful woman to smile and she's saying, well, are you concerned with whether or not I'm smiling inside? And it's actually a really, really nice song and it's basically well, like, it's are you the one that's going to finally be a good person asking me to smile? Yeah, it's very poignant for the, you know, just telling someone to to smile is kind of fucking, you know, unbelievably rude and disgusting. So, <laughs> yeah, and it's unfortunately a thing that men do a lot to women. So that's why I thought that that would work. So, yeah, yeah, it, it worked very well because you're right. And that is something men do to women. And it's gross. And I also feel like that's really what Emmanuel is looking for is the one that will make her smile inside. But I don't know if that's going to happen ever or not, because these movies wouldn't no. continue otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if she was happy all the time, yeah, these movies are going to do nothing for it. <laughs> All right, we need to fucking end this. So I'm going to stop the recording yeah. so we can take a break and then do the next one. All right. Recording stopped.